prince of gutter poets was bounced out of the room. But the bodyguards agreed for disturbing the tomb. His words like flame burn the ghettos in their chests. His face painted whiter than he was laid to rest. We had uh, Allen Ginsberg sing his song, Capital Air, with The Clash. Some of the, uh, some of the situations in the song are a little outmoded because uh, this was recorded in the early 80s. And uh, then we had The Clash with Ghetto Defendant. This is The B, and you're tuned in to Mutiny Radio. Every Saturday morning between 10 and 12, we broadcast live. And after that, we uh, put it on our list of podcasts. If you're looking for our podcast, Labor and Love, go to mutinyradio.fm forward slash podcast and find... uh, Labor and love. I want to talk for a minute about our show. Show's been going now for two years, I believe. Labor and love, and uh, we came on originally as a show where I was just going to play songs that I liked. (laughs) And very quickly, I got the idea that what was needed was a labor show that would put all kinds of recent labor news from labor movements around the world and all around the United States, including local labor movement news and commentary. I felt this all had to be covered, along with songs not merely about labor and the labor movement, but about the entire movement of resistance to 
capitalism, to the market uh, community, the market state. And uh, people have asked me, what does that have to do with labor? What does this have to do with labor? Talking about things like gay rights, women's rights, um, pro-choice. What does all this have to do with labor? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the entire social structure is set up as a machine for extracting labor from you and me and all working people in the form of our lives. When we go to work every day, those eight hours that you give up thinking about someone else's problems or making money for someone else, those eight hours come off your life. They come off your time here on earth. And as I say, the entire social system is set up to extract those eight hours and pay you less than what they're worth. And we don't need to go through it again, but we will. Let's say you have a job where you earn $25 an hour. The person who's employing you can't pay you what, the, what you're worth or else they don't make any profit. They have to pay you less than what you're worth. You get paid 25, maybe you're earning 40 or 50 with your work. Whatever it is you, you produce or whatever work you do. That's the only way a company can exist, a business can exist, is by underpaying their workers. So, a woman in Southeast Asia gets uh, 40 cents an hour to make a shoe that sells for $125. And that profit goes into the pocket of Phil Knight, the owner of, of uh, Nike, and the board. Billions of dollars of profit. And on a lesser, a lesser level, that's what happens to you every day when you go to work. So we're saying the entire social structure is set up to get people to go to work and to be bored and to do what you're told without arguing. When you go to work, honestly, isn't it true that you give up your constitutional rights? Of course it is. You don't have free speech when you have a job. You don't have the right of assembly right in the middle of that job. Oftentimes you don't have the right of assembly at all. So, we say that, yes, it's labor and love, but labor implies much, much more than just working at a job. It implies a whole social structure set up to extract labor and make a profit for those that we call the 1% or the very rich. Okay, we're on October 7th, 1955. There was an historic uh, poetry reading 
at the Sixth Gallery here in San Francisco. And it was an extraordinary reading. And at this reading, a young poet named Allen Ginsberg stood up and read this poem called Howl. Here we go. Howl for Carl Solomon. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical, naked, dragging themselves through the Negro streets at dawn looking for an angry fix, angel-headed hipsters burning for the ancient heavenly connection to the starry dynamo and the machinery of night, who poverty and tatters and hollow-eyed and high sat up smoking in the supernatural darkness of cold water flats floating across the tops of cities contemplating jazz, who bared their brains to heaven under the L and saw Mohammedan angels staggering on tenement roofs illuminated, who passed through universities with radiant cool eyes hallucinating Arkansas and Blake light tragedy among the scholars of war, who were expelled from the academies for crazy and publishing obscene odes on the windows of the skull, who cowered in unshaven rooms in underwear, burning their money in waste baskets and listening to the terror through the wall, who got busted in their pubic beards returning through Laredo with a belt of marijuana for New York, who ate fire in paint hotels or drank turpentine in Paradise Alley death, or purgatoried their torsos night after night with dreams, with drugs, with waking nightmares, alcohol and cock and endless balls, incomparable blind streets of shuddering cloud and lightning in the mind, leaping toward poles of Canada and Patterson, illuminating all the motionless world of time between... <clears throat> Peyote solidities of halls, backyard green trees, cemetery dawns, wine drunkenness over the rooftops, storefront burrows of tea head, joyride, neon, blinking traffic light, sun and moon and tree vibrations in the roaring winter dusks of Brooklyn, Ashcan rantings and kind king light of mind who chained themselves to subways for the endless ride from Battery to Holy Bronx on Benzedrine until the noise of wheels and children brought them down shuddering mouth racked and battered bleak of brain all drained of brilliance in the drear light of zoo who sank all night in submarine light of Bickford's, floated out and sat through the stale beer afternoon in desolate fugazis, listening to the crack of doom on the hydrogen jukebox, who talked continuously 70 hours from park to pad to bar to Bellevue to museum to the Brooklyn Bridge, a lost battalion of platonic conversationalists jumping down the stoops, off fire escapes, off window sills, off Empire State, out of the moon. Yakety-yakking, screaming, vomiting, whispering facts and memories and anecdotes and eyeball kicks and shocks of hospitals and jails and wars. Whole intellects disgorged in total recall for seven days and nights with brilliant eyes. <clears throat> 
meat for the synagogue cast on the pavement, who vanished into nowhere, Zen, New Jersey, leaving a trail of ambiguous picture postcards of Atlantic City Hall. <clears throat> Suffering eastern sweats and Tangerian bone grindings and migraines of China under junk withdrawal in Newark's bleak furnished room, who wandered around and around at midnight in the railroad yard, wondering where to go and went, leaving no broken hearts who lit cigarettes in boxcars, boxcars, boxcars racketing through snow toward lonesome farms in grandfather night who studied Plotinus, Poe, St. John of the Cross, the Book of the Dead, Telepathy, and Bop Kabbalah, because the cosmos instinctively vibrated at their feet in Kansas, who loaned it through the streets of Idaho, seeking visionary Indian angels who were visionary Indian angels, who thought they were only mad when Baltimore gleamed in supernatural ecstasy, who jumped in limousines with the Chinamen of Oklahoma on the impulse of winter, midnight, street lights, small town, rain, who lounged hungry and lonesome through Houston seeking jazz or sex or soup and followed the brilliant Spaniard to converse about America and eternity, a hopeless task, and so took ship to Africa who disappeared into the volcanoes of Mexico, leaving behind nothing but the shadow of dungarees and the lava and ash of poetry scattered in fireplace Chicago, who reappeared on the west coast investigating the FBI in beards and shorts with big pacifist eyes, sexy in their dark skin, passing out incomprehensible leaflets who burned cigarette holes in their arms protesting the narcotic tobacco haze of capitalism, who distributed super-communist pamphlets in Union Square weeping and undressing while the sirens of Los Alamos wailed them down and wailed down wall and the Staten Island Ferry also wailed, who broke down crying in white gymnasiums naked and trembling before the machinery of other skeletons, who bit detectives in the neck and shrieked with delight in police cars for committing no crime but their own wild cooking, pederasty and intoxication, who howled on their knees in the subway and were dragged off the roof waving genitals and manuscripts, who let themselves be fucked in the ass by saintly motorcyclists and screamed with joy, who blew and were blown by those human seraphim, the sailors, caresses of Atlantic and Caribbean love, who bawled in the morning and the evenings in rose gardens and the grass of public parks and cemeteries, scattering their semen freely to whomever come who may, who hiccuped endlessly trying to giggle but wound up with a sob behind a partition in a Turkish bath when the blonde and naked angel came to pierce them with a sword who lost their love boys to the three old shrews of fate, the one-eyed shrew of the heterosexual dollar, the one-eyed shrew that winks out of the womb, and the one-eyed shrew that does nothing but sit on our ass and snip the intellectual golden threads of the craftsman's loom, 
who copulated ecstatic and insatiate with a bottle of beer, a sweetheart, a package of cigarettes, a candle, and fell off the bed, and continued along the floor and down the hall, and ended fainting on the wall with a vision of ultimate cunt and come eluding the last jism of consciousness who sweetened the snatches of a million girls trembling in the sunset and were red-eyed in the morning but prepared to sweeten the snatch of the sunrise, flashing buttocks under barns and naked in the lake, who went out whoring through Colorado with myriad stolen night cars, Neil Cassidy, secret hero of these poems, joy to the memory of his innumerable lays of girls in empty lots and diner backyards, Coxman and Adonis of Denver, movie houses, rickety rows on mountaintops, in caves, or with gaunt waitresses in familiar roadside, lonely petticoat upliftings, and especially secret gas station solipsisms of John's and hometown alleyways, too who faded out in vast sordid movies, were shifted in dreams, woke on a sudden Manhattan, and picked themselves up out of basements hung over with heartless tokay and horrors of Third Avenue iron dreams, and stumbled to unemployment offices, who walked all night with their shoes full of blood on the snow bank docks waiting for a door in the East River to open to a room full of steam, heat, and opium, <clears throat> who created great suicidal dramas on the apartment cliff banks of the Hudson under the wartime blue floodlight of the moon, and their head shall be crowned with laurel in oblivion who ate the lamb stew of the imagination or digested the crab at the muddy bottom of the rivers of Bowery, who wept at the romance of the streets with their push carts full of onions and bad music, who sat in boxes breathing in darkness under the bridge and rose up to build harpsichords in their lofts, who coughed on the sixth floor of Harlem, crowned with flame under the tubercular sky, surrounded by orange crates of theology, who scribbled all night, rocking and rolling over lofty incantations, which in the yellow morning were stanzas of gibberish, who cooked rotten animals, lung, heart, feet, tail, borscht and tortillas, dream... Sorry there, Alan. Uh, Alan got interrupted right at the end of his uh, poem, and I want to follow Alan Ginsberg um, with a little couple of ideas about his poetry. Alan Ginsberg did for American poetry the same thing that. Uh, Walt Whitman did, or that Baudelaire did for French, or Apollinaire. He brought poetry to people. He used language that people are familiar with. This poem called Howl is a howl against Western civilization as it is practiced. 
in the capitalist state and he names that a couple of times and makes it specific it's a howl of all the people the so-called lunatics gay people people who just wouldn't conform to what society wanted them to do and what did society want them to do go to work go to work be labor be cheap labor go to work all right I want to play something now one moment This is in reference to Volkswagen and how they are uh, participating in the rape of the world. Tracy Chapman.
Raping the World. Tracy Chapman doesn't uh, doesn't make euphemisms. The Rape of the World. What does this have to do with us? Well, of course, it's destroying our environment, where we live. Pretty soon, uh, our environment itself will start to change, as it already has. And uh, only those who have the resources, that is the rich, will be able to buy their escape. The rape of the world. Number two is it's our work that's destroying the earth. So we have in our hands the means to stop the rape of the world. That is, stop going to work. Every day capitalism renews itself when we go to work. Now, of course, I'm not saying, okay, stop going to work tomorrow. That would be great. But let's get organized so that we can stop going to work. I mean, we all saw what happened when a relatively large number of people couldn't or wouldn't pay their mortgages. The entire economic system shuddered. That's power we have in our hands. Those debts are our power. When we begin to stop paying those debts, the whole structure will shake and fall. This is the B, and you're listening to Mutiny Radio. The show is Labor and Love. The rape of the world includes the murder of its animals. Buffy St. Marie. Can you remember the times that you have held your hand high and told all your friends of your Indian claim? Proud good lady and proud good man, your great sprang and you feel in your heart for these ones oh it's written in books and in songs that we've been mistreated and wrong
going on here today. The government now wants the Buffy St. Marie, now that the buffalo's gone. It's our work that's doing all this. It was people's work that destroyed the buffalo. People's work that's raping the earth. Um, there's no way out of it. It's our work. And therefore, it's in our power to stop it. Here's Nas with Ms. Lauren Hill, if I ruled the world. like Lauren Hill there is out of power. is Nina Simone. The Black Frame! 
with a skull on its masthead will be coming in.
Oh, there's a train coming You just get a home All you need is faith To hear the diesel's humming You don't need no ticket You just thank the Lord remember that a search for
working on a home, living in a mansion, might live in a dome. That's it, uh, reminding us that uh, you got to serve somebody all the time. She calls it the devil or the Lord. I call it the capitalists or the workers. It's up to you. But you always run into those choices. I want to comment about a children's book called Jolito's Big Decision that brings us to that exact situation. A young boy named Juelito has to decide if he's going to cross a picket line where his friend and his friend's family are picketing. What's he going to do? Well, yeah, what do you do? Anyway, this is the B and I'm signing off. It's Sunday, Saturday, pardon me, October 3rd. 2015 and this is the labor and love show where we rem remind you if one person gets a dollar they didn't work for another person worked for a dollar they didn't get if you don't have a seat at the table at the negotiating table you're probably on the menu and never but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. Let's see here. The Internacional. Kerry Miraji, Japanese classical guitarist, will take us out.
stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. Join us every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, bringing you the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene here every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. It's only $2. You can bring your own beer and listen to comedy here every Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., 21st in Florida. It's mutinyradio.fm. The House of Pride radio show, LGBT radio for everyone. Funky interviews, funky beats, talking drag queens, and much, much more. It's LGBT radio for everyone. Listen live every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio, LGBT radio for everyone. Celebrating the considerable contributions of the LGBT community in San Francisco and beyond. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Listen here for hot new local beats by LGBT artists and listen to live interviews. Tune in, turn on every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities, Tweeka Turner and Pearl T. Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover. Listen in, Fridays at noon, Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at noon on Mutiny Radio. Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m., broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. 
sit, relax, listen to my comrades in stand-up comedy march honorably through their cold palancettes, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turn-up and beat and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. in the future of your community, MiniRadio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the Radio Clash Institute right now alive on the air every Thursday from 4.50 to 5.50 p.m. Donations are tax deductible. Donate online at www.muniradio.fm or just stop by the station at 21st Street and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street and throw some cash in the big glass jar. Stop by to experience live audience friendly shows every day of the week and know that you're supporting the future of the mission by keeping free speech alive for all ages. This PSA is brought to you by your friends and community partners at muniradio.fm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chuck Weiss. If you're an old baby boomer like me, pain is probably something you've learned to live with by now. Yes, there are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow. And there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one-half-ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory-tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com, and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. 
This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common-sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served Howdy people. You got black black plastic coming at you. Be prepared. Sony Mission District.
Welcome to Unleash the Rain. It is a beautiful Tuesday here in San Francisco. We're coming to you live from mutinyradio.fm in the Mission, and uh, I, I'm it most is alive. a nice. I'm not really live, live. Like I'm well, half live. You're never all live because I don't think anybody can handle that. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the Vincent. I can't handle I the Vincent. I beg your pardon. That's a great movie. Uh, what is that movie called? 
What, what's that movie? Uh, uh, one Good Man. A Few no. Good Men. Huh? A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men. Yeah, that's a great movie. Even uh, though I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. Who do you think they're referring to? Tom Cruise, Kevin Bacon. I love Kevin Bacon. Uh, not a Tom Cruise fan, but whatever. What are you going to do? Well, A Few Good Men. So I'm assuming that one of those three, or two of those three are good. But well, it wasn't Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack Nicholson. What? Right, he I'm was great Jack in that. Nicholson. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. That was a great movie. Anyway, uh, so uh, we are coming to you live from mutinyradio.fm. I said that before, but we got distracted. You, If you want to call us, go ahead and give us a call at 415-550-0511. And we, uh, if you want to come down... 315-7217 is our... Okay, sure. Why not? Uh-huh. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can reach us at, on Facebook at Unleash the rain and on twitter at unleash the rain or you can email me stacy at unleash the rain.com uh, or my my fine co-host vincent and you can um email him at uh vincent, vincent at i know but i know i was going to tell you that those are my headsets that i gave you because i didn't know if you brought yours so just so you know those are mine they're not great so you I mean so anyway, I, I, I was just—I was—he was—he was unplugging the headsets I plugged in for him. Once, um, once upon a time, I was really nice. Hot chick, and she bought me these for. Yes, I did buy you those for Christmas. I'm not a hot chick, but I don't—I don't, I don't I know. God, that was you. That was me. When we started the radio show, remember? I thought it was way Pam. back when. For some reason, I thought it was Pam. It was way back when we started the radio station. It was like almost a year and a half ago. Yes. I know. Then when we started the radio station, then we hired Pam. Yes. Yeah. What do you mean we hired? We never hired Pam. Pam hired us. Pam. Uh, I was, I was, Pam trained us. <laughs> I got trained on the on the new board you know, too. You know, the new old board. Pam as well as I do. If you had just not said anything, she would have believed it. Oh, okay. She can't remember that far back. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't hit my thing. Um, and so if you ever want to come down and check out the space, uh, we're, we're here every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific, so you can listen live. Um, or you can come down and visit us and bring us pie. And we're located at 2781 21st Street in the Mission in San Francisco, and that's Mission in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Unleash the Rain is really about um, helping organizations leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and our goal is really to help people you know free up their time uh so that they can focus on their passion whether their passion is inside their business or out and um what what did you what are you looking for my gun okay i forgot my gun okay you don't carry a gun i do i have been for the last three shows why you don't carry a gun stop it you're scaring me now i had a ray gun Okay. Oh. I could make the ray gun sound. Yes. I, so are you talking... So, so you have f- sound effects? This is great. Well, there's... Oh, geez. Okay, fine. Okay. Anyway. One uh, of those little kidlets stole it. <laughs> it's way, okay. Probably also I have a ray gun. Pam is... Pam is awesome. Station manager. Yes. Station manager. Twice. And she has a show on Friday nights that's from 8 to 11. 8 to 10. 8 to 10. Pamtastic's comedy showcase. Yeah. Clubhouse. Yeah. It's a clubhouse. She recently she lost. And tonight, uh, tonight, two ounces. you could, Didn't you lose two ounces when you. Of marijuana? No, no yeah. you chopped your finger off. <laughs> you chopped your finger off. Turn, yes. <laughs> hey, absolutely. Yeah. Good. You're up. Yeah. You're up. Yeah, I, I uh, was making chicken last night here for Joke Workshop for the comedians, and no good, good deed goes unpunished. And I 
chopped off the top of my finger oh. with uh, poultry shears. I just <gasps> snipped it right off. So, dude, yeah, I was gonna go get stitches, but like then it was right underneath. Like I, I bite my nails, so I don't have any. If I would have, if I would have had nails, if I wouldn't have bit my nails like a little neurotic freak, the the scissors would have gone into the nail, and it wouldn't have been a big deal. But oh. because I don't have any nails, it just sliced like right in really deeply, and uh, and I decided not to get stitches because it's so close to where the nail is. I'm like, where are they gonna hook it in? Like, where are they gonna? How are they gonna stitch this? So I just they, ha- they probably they probably would have glued it. Oh, you yeah, skin glued I, it. I glued so it. it's fine. Because I didn't want to go spend five hours in the. ER. ER. Probably more with for that. And yeah. Right. And if I just, I just put super glue on it. So cool. Did you actually use real super glue? Yeah. Just that's what super glue was invented for in World War II is for, um, why do I go to CVS and pay three times as much for the fancy skin glue? Because it doesn't hurt as much. Oh. Because the, um, Staples are the worst. Oh, God. But they're cheaper. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Well, this was too small for staples, too. I mean, I have tiny fingers, but so just a little, uh, just a little crazy glue. It hurts like crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but then it's, um, and then everything's fine. It's got, I'm going to live. That's cray cray. Not going to bleed out. <laughs> hey, but uh, tell them where you are tonight. Uh, actually, I'm babysitting tonight. Oh, you're not doing so brainwash? Oh, no, next next Tuesday, Next, Tuesday. next Tuesday. Yeah, next, Tell people next, next Tuesday, Tuesday you'll be... At the Brainwash Cafe. Uh, it's I the host Mutiny Radio takeover. takeover of Brainwash. And so it's actually going to be a really fun showcase with... Um, it's an open mic showcase sandwich. So it's open mic showcase, open mic. And it has uh, Clay Newman and Stephanie Silverman, two of my favorite comedians. And then someone else named Alex Davenport uh, all the way out of L.A. But whenever these L.A. kids come up, they always contact me and I put them on shows. So. Well, that's nice. And Brainwash is located at 1122 Folsom Street in San Francisco. Yeah, 7th and Folsom. If you get there before 7 o'clock, uh, they have cheap beers. The, and so, good food. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good, good food. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. great salads and stuff. I, I never eat salads because I like, I like fries and uh, burgers. Yeah, me too. But, and laundry. And, and yeah, you can do your laundry. You, you can bring can your, your laundry. laundry yeah. And you can listen to comedy. It's all in one kind and of And they'll have Wi-Fi. So, yeah. yeah. And, and and it's a, the Mutiny Radio takeover. Yeah, and we like it. Come on out, guys, next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Pam. Woo! Woo! Yay! Uh, so. so, yes. No, so we it's you know it it's the last Tuesday of the month. It is the last Tuesday of the month. So our topic for today is the enlightened entrepreneur. Yes. Um, which we're going to talk about uh, as soon as we get to that part of the show. So. And that's the enlightened entrepreneur is really about how to take care of yourself. So if you're running a business or starting a business or you're um, in management or you're even an employee, really you're not really giving your best if you're not taking care of yourself. And it's one of the th- of the pillars I think of um, good stewardship of your career and or your company. And I personally am very enlightened recently lost losing 95 pounds yes you know in, i in need to lose weight uh-huh is that a reference to me if i lost you yeah i tried to lose you and i wait. tried to lose you twice today <laughs> i ditched you in the bart station and there you were on the train yes and then i ditched you at the cafe and then here you showed up at the radio station yes, yes. kind of so it's in like some you're ways following I'm not me or something in other ways i'm a puppy you're a puppy yeah um okay so this week i'm we'll talk about that today by the way we we're, will. we're gonna we're yep. gonna bring up an interesting in uh incident that happened today Oh, you want to talk about that? I, I want to make okay. an example. Okay. Wow. You're going to be super vulnerable. That's awesome. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I will try not to be too much of a bitch about it. How are you going to do that? 
Nice. So I'm super excited this week. Uh, tomorrow. Have a plan going in. Yeah, no. All right, anyway. Tomorrow. Uh, so before I get into the latest news, any news tidbits I want to bring up, uh, tomorrow I'm really excited. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week, I'm going to Zoho, the corporate headquarters for Zoho. Not a good place to lose weight. Uh, not a bad place, actually, though. Mm-hmm. They actually have a lot of salads and vegetables. But anyway, can I, can I actually speak, or are you going to interrupt everything I say and talk about food? It's because we haven't eaten. And we're going to talk about that later. And that's going to be, <laughs> that's why I'm bitchy. Yes. Um, anyway, I digress. Uh, so, um, Zoho Corporation has several different products, right? One of them is Zoho CRM that we talk about. They have a lot of sales and marketing stuff. And they also have this product called Creator. Mm-hmm. And then they, for Creator, which is Creator's an app that lets you easily build applications and not have to know code. And the scripting language that they use is a scripting language they created called Deluge. Mm-hmm. And using Deluge and Creator, you can create all kinds of apps. So for And so they have a conference every year around uh, Creator, and it's called the Developer Conference, and it is April 27th, 28th, and 29th, and it's being held in Pleasanton, as I said. I'll go ahead and put the link to register on our website if people want to register. Um, uh, you can go for all three days. The first two days are a, a, a hands-on workshop where you're, we're actually going to, they're going to take people through how to create an actual application from scratch. And you can either sign up for a trial account of Creator or you can use a demo account that they're going to give people. Um, so that's 99 bucks for those two days and it's hands-on. Or you can sign up for the third day, which is basically the uh, an overview of, of Creator and the kinds of things you can do with it. So it's sort of like, here's how to do it and then here's what you what you can how you can make it fly um so if you just want to come and get information about how you might want to use it um i'm i've invited some of my customers to come on the third day to just learn about creator um so that if they want to build any custom apps of course i'm i'm a creator certified developer so um i can build them for you or you can come all three days and learn how to build them and then learn how to make it fly and custom apps for apps for like iphones well you can actually it can be it's they're web-based um well there's three options so you can create an application that can do anything like like a a tent like the one we're going to do in the workshop is actually attendee management for events okay and then you can turn that into a mobile app for tablets and 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 smartphones and you can also if you are some super secret company and you want to create the application and then you don't want to have it hosted on the web in the cloud for some reason maybe it has like you know super secret stuff on it like people's financial information or whatever sure. you can actually create an offline version and then store it on your own server which is new last year my question is like let's say i wanted to create a mutiny radio app would I be able to go to this conference for $99 and do a hands-on, like, I'm going to build an app that you buy for $0.99, cents and then you can stream Mutiny Radio all the time and get podcasts? and No. No. I'm going to say no, that this conference won't do that for you. So it's not like an app app. It's like, uh, it's, like you said, it's more website-based and like tricks, tricks on your web. Page. No, it's uh, it's it, it's middleware. So it, so there's uh, that's a term. So basically, it allows you to interface with something else. In other words, if you have, oh. uh, let's say, a uh, CRM for the station, radio right. station, yeah. a, a customer relationship manager, and you wanted to Im- and you wanted people to be able to sign up or 
find out what radio shows are there, then you can create an app that interfaces with that. Oh. Or your accounting pro- program, for instance, or an attendance list, or okay. you know something like that. But it has it's it's you build in it to interface with something else. See, I'm I I don't know a lot about technology, but whenever anybody says app, all I've been trained to think about is iPhones and things that you go pink and it's like oh it does this thing for you and the people because that's like people keep saying that that's how you make money is that you design an app and then everybody wants to get the app and then you make money um we should talk offline it might be uh it might be helpful it might it might be an option gotcha yeah but you don't have to go well, no, I mean, I just, I was just curious if like that was what it was. Cause there's another Why, app. I'm a certified creator developer. Why you don't ask me? Uh, 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 maybe well, I'll, there we go. maybe I'll do it in trade for my. That would, well, and this is, there's something else that's completely outside the station. I'm working with three ladies oh. on creating an app that's going to make us Uh-oh, millionaires. Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me. It's. It's Nanny Robics. No, wouldn't that be the best though? Yes. Yeah. Like a little Nanny app Robics. that said, like, now push the stroller up a hill. I, I had, go, now, and go. I had a, and a go. pen like that. You would flip what it over and it would be. Okay, no, stop. Um, what was, what's your, what's the so thing So we with already the three have it copyrighted, so I'm not worried about saying it on your. Well, I, mean, I was just going to say, you don't have to give too much away if you don't want to, but so since you already have it copyrighted. It's an app that uh, it's called uh, exchangep2p.com and it's creating global community through trade and okay. so you buy the app and then you fill out this cool profile or it eats your it eats your Facebook and then tells you things Love that. and then it helps you connect with people that have the similar things so let's say that I'm a size 7 and I need to go on some job interviews and I need a silk suit from Ann Taylor and I just don't have any of those because I wear jeans, t-shirts, and leather jackets. Yep. So what I do is I buy the app. Well, I get, I'll get it for free in the beginning. Well, we'll be giving it away for free when we beta test. But then you match with certain people and then you sort of exchange things. We give them a bag that has the logo on it so that they can just, ex- they know who the person is and you meet up at a place and like we're going to have bars and restaurants like sponsor and pay us so that they can be one of the specified places. And then you trade your stuff. So like that's really cool. So maybe I have like I have all these leather jackets I don't wear anymore. And maybe she has a bunch of floral print things that are appropriate for work. And we meet up and we switch our stuff. That's awesome. Right. So it's like everybody wins. And we we're trying to like work out all these other things that we can put into it. But like, you know, if you're a guy and you've just moved to San Francisco and you don't know a lot of people and you want to like, Hey, let's, I'm going to meet some dude at a bar and I need ties or whatever, you know? Right. And then you now, make new friends and get cool stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, no, I just, uh, how is it different or, or I think it's different than tradesy. I've never heard of tradesy. Okay. Um, so Tradesy is uh, a website, uh-huh. so it's not, I don't think they have an app. I'm looking at it online right now. Um, so you can sell anything from your closet. Um, so I think Tradesy is more shopping right. than trading, although it started out trading. Right. But I think they had a hard time making money off of it trading absolutely well the thing and is how are you gonna make money it's the app so you you have three different versions of the app you can buy you can buy the 99 cent app that's 99 cents a month also they only they only tradesy is only 
authentic designer. Oh yeah, this is this is like anything. Whatever the hell you. This have. is yeah. This mm-hmm. is like I have a bunch of jeans and I. All um, I wear is designer clothes. So. Wow. Well, some people, but they, they, when you when they take the information off of Facebook, there might be people that have like designer things that want to to do that, and they just want to get rid of it. I mean, this all came from the idea that I have an entire suitcase in my closet filled with clothing that's great it's it was one time expensive and nice i just don't wear it anymore right but i don't want to give it away and i don't want to throw it away and you don't want to take it to a consignment store and i don't want to take it to a consignment store i just want to give it to someone who's my same size and maybe and maybe get something and maybe get something cool right yeah or right i mean on. it could even be like i'm gonna bring you all these clothes and you buy me a couple of beers like that's i mean it could be anything but that's you work awesome. that on your own but the way that we make the money is by um advertising so you can buy the app for 99 cents where it has tons of advertising on it. You can buy it for $1.99, meaning that it's only certain parts of the website. If you buy it, the $2.99 a month package, you get like all these bells and whistles. You don't have to have any ads. You get access to everything. It's like special, but it's, special. but it's, it's based on the thing that you told us last week on the show, which is that the reason they put in a super size is so that people will buy the size lower. So we yes. want them to spend $1.99. We don't want them to spend $2.99. They don't have to do that. That. No, we want to spend a dollar ninety nine. But the people who spend two ninety nine, you're like, woohoo! Right, exactly. And then yep. they're stoked. And, and every month, it just automatically comes out. It's not that much money, anyways. We give them a little bag. They get to use the service. Everybody's happy. And then we would also, as it grew, when places wanted to become like a meetup, a place to exchange, then they would they would also get advertising. So it would be like vendors nice. would give us money for advertising. Or we would say, hey, this month's sponsored place to exchange P2P is Zeitgeist or yeah. is Town or Brainwash. And so they give us some money and then we make... So it's like there's like ads that are local ads for specific things that are more like helpful. And then there's ads that are like you know stamps.com or any of those right whoever guys, wants to give you money whoever wants to give us money when it starts growing which w- might not have anything to do with clothing it could even be like mod cloth or one of those things where they're, they're right. trying to sell clothing right and we're which like make sense right sure so that's like what i've been meeting with these ladies and we're all just like throwing all our ideas in and then working on it together that's and awesome so that's why i was like ooh, application thing because then yes we could um well, we should talk at the break. Okay. Um, I mean, you're welcome to come to the uh, the conference. I don't know if you what you're doing. Can you get? I can pick you up from Bart. But Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I, Fri- I, I, Friday. I, babys- I babysit and I've got all my shows. Friday. And stuff, but it's Friday. No. I mean, I would, okay. but I'm all right. I'm here. But just but ask thank me. You. Yeah. Just asked me. Perfect. I just all this. I, I just figured I've got to jump into it because everyone's got an app these days. Everyone's got an idea for an app, mm-hmm. and it's gets like this million dollar idea, and it's like okay. And it seems like one of those things that once you put out there, and it's it's a weird economy because it doesn't cost people that much. Right. I mean, it's what like twelve bucks a year to have the whole program, but mm-hmm. if you have, you know. A thousand, four thousand people spending. Well, but then you you all you you also can do like you could do P two P in San Francisco. Then you can launch it in right like San Jose, and then Oakland and Berkeley, and then eventually like Los Angeles and Portland and, and Seattle and Chicago and, and New we York. We were thinking like internationally because wouldn't it be fun to go to Paris because we don't have any clothes there and they love American clothes right so you yeah. go to Paris with like a ton of jeans and they're like Levi's Levi's you know or whatever right. and then you come out with like 
weird Parisian clothes or from Italy or I mean I yeah. would do that I would I would travel with a whole suitcase full of stuff that I wasn't going to take home and then meet a bunch of people because then you would find out the cool things to do in Paris or whatever like you'd meet uh, exchange with someone at some cool cafe and you're like now I feel like a local so anyways that's why is that doing that no yeah. this, the computer screen right here oh that's a good question it sounds like it looks like it's cy- cycling or there it is. Oh, I'm like, no, the, the computer screen in front of me just started like blinking madly. And I was like, okay, do we have a poltergeist in here? Yeah, well, I think I there is actually. There was a ghost the other night that was turning the lights on and off. And I was like, are we, uh, it was during the Fantastic show. And it, the lights are going on and off. It was when I was doing jokes about abortions. And I'm like, is my dead baby in the room right now? <laughs> like, is that, what, is that what's happening? Like, and it's turning the lights on and off because it doesn't like the abortion joke? <laughs> That, I didn't. I didn't know. I got. I got some laughs out of it. But then the lights yes. flickering on and off. You might want like, to work oh. that into your show now. Yeah. You might have somebody surreptitiously like, or figure out a way to. You know, yeah, it, to, it to might have been remote. that. It might have been someone in the corner just leaning up against the light thing. Yeah. We, who knows? Hey. So while I have you. Yeah. Um. So I, we'll talk about the app thing offline. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get back to the creator conference in a minute. But what um, what are these posters? What's the current so, art exhibit that's up right, right now? This is the new art exhibit. My friend uh, Jimmy gave me all of this art from this uh, artist who he's like, he's a famous artist, but I don't remember his name. But he gave me all of this art, and it's really neat because he took these pictures of uh, straight people and trans people, but a lot of trans people. Uh, and he sewed them all together. So it's all of these different pictures that he printed out on different colored things. And then they're actually sewn together on the, on the underside of it. And it's like, it's supposed to be this quilt kind of, of what makes up San Francisco. And, uh, Oh really? Yeah. It's like this huge, and they're not all supposed to be like together in, I mean, I think that's the way they originally put it, is that they were all super close and next to each other, so it looked like this one big quilt. Oh, but um, gotcha. I kind of like them as their own, you know, individual things. And yeah, I'm going to find out the artist's name next time I see Jimmy. Um, okay. But I know the ones that I put down beneath are really cool down here, too. Yeah. And there's only one that's like really super provocative that you guys will like for the regarding sex show on Wednesdays and uh, it's in the corner by the door oh am I not supposed to say that's that okay that's fine okay we'll check that out okay but it's you'll check yeah check the one out by the door and see if you know what it is because Roman Reimer of uh, weekly review I showed him the poster and I'm like I'm worried about putting this one up and he's like well, what is it and I was like look a little closer and then I told him what it was, and he said, "Oh, I usually look out for stuff like that, and I didn't even see it." So it made me feel it made me feel better about uh, what I put up on the wall. So no one can tell what it is, so it's okay. That's awesome. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, the new art thing is really fun. My favorite one is that weird speed one in the corner with the sort of. Uh, yeah, I dig that one. I was like, "What is happening here?" Uh, I, like, I like the one with the uh, horses on it. The horses? Yeah. What are you talking wall. about? Oh, oh no, that's oh, that's that's yeah. That's we like were, a circa nineteen seventy two burnout on wood shellacked. Yeah. Something. I was gonna I was gonna mess with it and put some uh, bizarre things in it and like decoupage it on top, but I just haven't found the time yet. Yeah. But that was a in gift. Your spare time. In my spare time, that was a gift from Ethan Albers, comedian Ethan Albers. He thought it would be cute for us to have. Uh, the old school horses on the wall. 
It is very cute. Yes, yeah. yeah. I like so, it. And it says on it $10,000 or best offer. Yes. That's the price. <laughs> or best offer. Or best being the offer. the key part of that phrase. Right. So <laughs> if someone wants to offer us two fifty for it, I, I probably won't say no. <laughs> well, but we need a new computer. So if, maybe Absolutely. if somebody wants to offer us, what's the price of a new Mac that we need? Oh, geez. I'm going to, I'm going to guess because I don't understand anything and say $800. I think maybe more like twelve hundred. More like twelve hundred. Wait, wait, wait. Are you gonna get something like this? We're gonna get this computer Actually, here. This this particular yeah. Mac is from I think circa two thousand. So anything we get is gonna be better than this. Oh. We can't even update the software, the Flash on it to make it play YouTube anymore. Like it's that old. It won't take new updates. It just doesn't have the. It's like Windows 6 or something. It's really... Well, I don't even know what it's it Mac. is. Macs don't oh, have Windows. Yeah. No, it's not Windows. So, but it's old, It's an old, old operating system, and we just need a new one. So, I and, mean... Uh, to get something to replace it, you're actually right. Uh, if you don't have to buy the monitor or the keyboard, you can get a Mac for about 500 bucks. Okay, cool. A little small one. But like that one over there. Uh, no, that not the one on the bottom, but the one it's underneath the... It's up on top of the CD player. That's the whole computer. Yes, like that. that yeah. That one is about 500 bucks, yeah. Yeah. I'm, and that's funny because that's a computer. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm so wowed by technology and what's been happening so fast and that anything from even 2006 at this point is completely obsolete. My computer that I bought in 2012 that I thought was great, my laptop is now just seems like stupid. But I guess that's six years or five years, four years ago. So Yeah, that's super old. In, in technology, in technology terms, terms. Mm -hmm. when do people when they if you have an actual well, business, you got to be careful there though. We've had the conversation. Yes, we have. Solar energy has essentially been the same thing since eighteen seventy five. Sure. No, seriously, solar panels have been around since eighteen seventy five. We just haven't done anything with it. It's like tubes underneath reflective stuff that makes the water get hot, right? That's like no, they actually. You, have you ever seen them, uh, like at the science show, where they have those little spinny things? You put them outside, and they spin really fast. That's essentially what a, 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 a you know a, a solar panel um, is. It, what differs now is they can now make it's more they're more efficient. Right. But that's only recent. Yeah, with all the new co companies that are like even, and they're making so much money that they in Utah they bought the stadium Vivint. Vivint. Vivint yeah. is the new, one of the new big um, solar things. And it's somehow, you can have them installed for like, or you get, when you get them installed, you get all the money back from the government or something? I don't yes, understand. Yeah. But, and you can even put back into the grip. But this Vivint Solar is making so much money that they bought the state, they're the Vivint Stadium in uh, Salt Lake City. I did not know that. I didn't know they bought that stadium. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. It used to be um, overstock.com mm -hmm. and that's now thought, it's yeah. Vivint. Well, overstock's kind of. Right. They've yeah. fallen by the. Wow. And that's crazy to me too that the way that things that were once so big are not. Dropbox is dying. Yeah. Dropbox is dying, really. Really? What about yeah. no. Zenga? When Zenga came out, I was like, what is this stupid Farmville? And then they made all those games, and now I heard that, like, oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're having they're trouble. The they, are. they can't afford the city. Anymore. Yeah, they're giving up all their space, in, or most of their space in San Francisco. And, you know, yep. the thing about that is I had a friend who started working for them, like, six years ago as a temp, yes. and he stopped working for them a year ago, and he cashed out all his stock. Smart. He moved to, like, Sweden or something. Uh but he made like millions of dollars. So they, they gave their employees. He started working for them as a temp. And right. then he ended up becoming like a big guy with them. And they were paying him like, you know, 
I don't know, $200,000 a year and with all these stock options. And he didn't have to work that hard. And every Friday they gave him beer and all that stuff. And then he sold all his stock and moved out of the country. So smart guy I know super smart he's laughing all the way to the Swedish bank Uh, and the funny thing was he and I used to be really good friends and we would go to I would even have to buy his dollar tacos at El Toro on 17th (laughs) and Valencia like he was so poor he would borrow money from me and he was so so poor and now he's like super rich and I'm like where are the kickbacks bro there are no kickbacks when your friends become rich there are no No. they don't turn back they don't like oh remember that girl who used to buy me tacos tacos no I should I should probably take her out for a meal or something. Yeah, that doesn't nah, that doesn't happen with I the do rich that? people. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys can somehow explain how why everything why does it all become obsolete so quickly? Is it because you can make more money on the new products and they're hoping that you just trash your old products and buy the new ones, or is it that it really is an upgrade that's so significant that you really need it? They, uh, well, in terms of computers, it, uh, Moore's law indicates that you double your trans your speeds every two to three years. Now, oh. that's not that's not. The, uh, <laughs> I I just got uh, I just got somebody who uh, is obviously listening to the show, which yes. cracks me up that she's listening. Yes, and she said Zanga will always have words with friends. Always, it has to. <laughs> it's a friend of mine who's addicted to words with friends. So that's so funny. Why didn't Scrabble nice just to make hear their from own? You, my friend Liz. Yes, Why didn't yes. Scrabble just make their own app? Um, Words with Friends is a little different than Scrabble, though. I don't. I don't. I think Scrabble is owned by a bigger game company oh, yeah. that makes a bunch like of board Milton games, and, yeah. and they're like, you're like, yeah. yeah, no, you have to play it. You know, they're like, not create. They didn't create an app. It didn't create an app, and yeah. now Words with Friends exists, and there, it's a total ripoff of Scrabble. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we make money. So, I used to be addicted to Words with Friends, but, but it anyway. transitions out and. But uh, you know who knows? Uh, last I went to the last Zoho com- conference. The last one I went, I, one of the presenters actually pointed out that for some reason, part of it is just because the technology moves forward. But part of it is just people want it. Like oh. people will line up the night before and cry when they get in the door at the Apple store to get the newest Apple thing. I don't understand it. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, you're wearing the Apple Watch, aren't you? No. No. Oh, no. Okay. Heck, it no. just it looks like you have an iPod on your wrist. No, it's, this is a phone. It's a phone. Yeah, the Apple Watch is a Bluetooth device. Oh. That's, that's it's, you know, it's, it's of course, $7,500, but it's Is really, that how expensive it is? For the gold one, yeah. Wow. But it's basically a Bluetooth headset. Wow. Yeah, this is actually a phone. But what I've discovered is you can't use Dick Tracy comments about it. Because <laughs> people just look at you and say... Do you even understand the reference? Yes, of course. Dick Tracy had, okay. a, he had a phone on his wrist. I'm just saying, I'm yeah. saying there's a, it's an age thing. No, no, yes. no. I'm an old lady. It's fine. I remember, yeah. I remember Dick Tracy before well, you're, you're they previous, redid it. Yeah, yeah you already before, before they redid it with the, um, Warren Beatty and Madonna. Yes. Before it was that movie. Well, it, it was actually... mentioning Warren Beatty means you're old <laughs> and madonna really yeah, we, honestly yeah, we, yeah, well, she madonna was a too. terrible actress in that too they yeah. shouldn't have let her act in the 80s i mean i don't know why they put her in Evita in the early 90s i mean she can sing but she can't act her way out of a wet paper bag with both ends cut off 
<laughs> Seriously, like even desperately seeking yeah, Susan, yeah, it was like desperately seeking actors. Like you, <laughs> Patricia Arquette was like a, a goddess in that movie compared to Madonna. I'm, I'm. That may have been what started her career. It was like she's really good. Yeah, <laughs> compared to Madonna, it's not tough. Jets. Yeah, John Cusack too. Who's uh, oh, I love John Cusack. Well, they're brother and sister. Joan and John, yeah. I like yep. both of them. Yeah. Me too. I love them. Yeah, good so. stuff. Um, so sorry, I derailed you guys completely. No, no, no. It's oh. totally fine. Um, <laughs> well, we missed our musical break, but you know that's all right. We we we'll get there. But uh, but our our mystery listener also informed me that um, she's she's helping us segue into our next segment, which is news of the day. Oh, good. Which is that Apple actually just reported for the first time that they lost money based on their phones this quarter. Oh. Apple lost money for the first time, like mm-hmm. ever since 1980 or whenever ever. they started. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. No, they lost money before, but for the first not time. Not on the lost. phones. Not on the phones. On not the on phones. the phones. Oh, no. Okay, on the phones. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, no, Apple, they lost Apple's money. Apple's lost money before. Yes, not on their phones. Big though. time lost money. So you're talking about how people lined up for it. Yes. You know, and then, you know, maybe not so much anymore. No. Wow. Well, every, I mean, how good does your phone how if you have an iPhone 6 why would you need an iPhone 7 you know like they're so close maybe if you had an iPhone 4 you'd be like all right it's time to trade it in or I mean I don't have a smartphone at all so I've been told that if I don't get a smartphone the world is just going to leave me behind it, just, it is because dust. okay first Pam, of all if you talk into wait. a phone and you have a smart mouth like you do hold the phone yeah haha <laughs> You are going to need a smartphone in order to use your own app that you're going to create for P2P. That's absolutely true. We were talking about absolutely that. Absolutely true. Oh, absolutely you, true. Absolutely yeah, true. we're going to have to. <laughs> it, is, it is punterific in here. I'm going to have to get um, a smartphone. It's true. I just, I honestly believe that um, iPhones, that touchscreen technology contains uh, the dead souls of Chinese babies. Like, that's how, that's how touchscreen technology works, is that it's the souls of dead Chinese babies that are living in your phone, and then you touch it, and they move things around like magic. Would they be aborted babies? Uh, well, no. maybe. I don't know. I've heard that the Chinese now are throwing their babies off of iPhone buildings. Like, they're just, they can't even well, do it you anymore. Can only have, you can only have one child in China. No, I think they, they lifted that ban, actually, and um, that was the interesting thing is when they lifted the ban to say that you can have more than one kid, the problem was that ever since they put the ban on it, there are like maybe a million, two million people that were a second child, but they never got recognized by the government. And so they have no paperwork. Right. They have no... They have. They don't exist. Basically, there's like two million Chinese people that were the second child that just don't exist. And they can't... It's like hard for them to get jobs because they can't, they can't do anything really because they're not actual people because they weren't supposed to exist. They're not actual people just because they don't have cards. They're not. Actual well, they people. don't. They, they can't. They don't have. They don't have like a. They don't so have you, a birth you, certificate. They don't have. Yeah, because they were how secret. Can I become one of those Chinese babies? I want to. I want to not exist. Wait, okay. it's the, it just so don't exist. They. You can. You can now have. Two kids. Two kids. They didn't kids. like say you can have as many kids as you want. So right. Catholic, Catholics not flocking. Catholics and Mormons no. not flocking to China. No. But you may have two kids, not one. But that's and that's the thing. Now I guess if you have a third, they do you know why they invisible. did it? Why they do it? I heard that they because they put a one child ban on now that the population in China is primarily men. So it's like seventy percent men and thirty percent women. And mm-hmm. that's why the sex trade was getting so big. They were sending over little people um, from like Indonesia and other countries to be sex slaves because there are so many uh, horny men and there aren't enough women in their own population. Right. And so they're saying, Oh, I have some baby girls. Duh. What 
But what the, but what the Not another pun, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but what the government said was it was not to address the sex discrepancy because they've never wanted to admit that people got rid of their baby girls. That they drowned their baby girls in the chamber. Or had, yeah. yeah. Um, and what they said instead was that it was because they, uh, because of the aging population. Oh. Which is not true. No. It it's isn't. just smoke and mirrors of the Communist no, Party saying, oh, it's just because we're getting old. It's like, well, not really. You have more people on the planet than anyone. Um, <laughs> and yeah. most of and, them are men. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, every, but everybody else is like, it's because of the sex discrepancies in the sex trade. And, but it's not going to, the two child policy is not going to get rid of the sec, the problem with female babies. No, it's because it every family is going to want a boy and a girl. Right. Boy first. So yeah, they're going to not take any chances. Right. They're going to still do all the horrible things. And as medical technology advances, now they're going to, they're, you can sex your baby in <gasps> utero. Right. And abort it. Wow. That's, see, that's why they, when that, and that all works out in, uh, in, in Apple's favor for the iPhones so that they can use the dead babies to, f- you know, forward the touchscreen technology. You crack me yeah. up. I, I, on, okay, I don't honestly believe that. I mean, I'm not that crazy, no, but no. it is, but it is funny. a funny joke and it does bring up some of the issues that happen yeah. in China with like, you know. I don't know, human rights violations, you know, drowning baby girls, whatever. uh, What's the uh, kid restriction in San Francisco? I oh, must have a kid restriction, right? Because there's no kids here. There's tons of kids here. There are tons of kids. I thought most of the people, most okay. of the kids you babysit are like 21, 22, right? <laughs> they're home, yeah. They're, they're called comedians. Yeah, they're called comedians. Um, yeah. No, th- uh, there are a lot of kids here, but you don't see them because they're really rich. And right. so we hang out in the mission where, <laughs> no, there are kids here. We see there are, there's lots of kids. Um, they're at the park with their nannies right now. Well, right. here's the difference. What's the difference between a mommy and a nanny? I, I give up. Uh, there isn't one. They're both on their cell phone the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Even the dogs have cell phones in the park. I don't even know what's happening. Like even the the one ten year old. I'm going to hang out with some kids at at uh, five o'clock here up the street, mm-hmm. and one of them is ten years old, and she has an iPhone better than me. Well, I don't have an iPhone, but she has a great phone. And I'm like, what do you need this for? And she says, well, I text my friends. I'm like you're ten. What could you possibly text mm-hmm. friends? And she's like, well, emojis. And I'm like, what, which, what emojis do you send them? She's like, hearts, smiley faces, I don't know, eggplants. I'm like, what is even, what does that mean? Why would you send someone an eggplant? What does that even, <laughs> I don't even, it's, it's, it's a funny. girlfriend. Egg, eggplants are funny. I, I get I it. Yes. I, but I think that uh, small children should not be uh, texting. Well, what age do you think it's appropriate for children to have uh, a, phone, a cell phone? I think this that is a great question. I actually. think it's appropriate for a seven-year-old to have a cell phone, but it should only have two numbers on it. It should have like nine one one, mom and dad, and that's it. So if some and that, maybe the that, school. That, so you're going to force these kids to to speak to their parents. What do their parents do to deserve that? Uh, I'm going to force them. Well, the thing is, the the point is that young children, if they have a phone, yes. it should only be for emergencies because. Who else are they going to talk to? Like, you should be able to talk to the police if it's stranger danger. You should be able to talk to, like, the fire department if you burn your house down, if your parents leave you alone, like, losers. You should be able to call your parents if something happens at school. You should be able to call the school if something happens... At school. At school, or whatever. But but there's no reason for, for a seven-year-old to be calling 
a friend. What are they going to talk about? Barbies? I, I, like, I agree. I, and I think um, I, I think that there are some kids who are young, who are old enough to be able to navigate dialing one or two numbers. Sure. Um, in the case of you know, a situation where it's like divorce parents. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs.com again the law office of francis j shaheda in san francisco awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. 
incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. October 6th, come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda. Headlining 50 minutes. Opening sets by Amy Bebo, Clay Newman, and Pam Benjamin. Don't miss this incredible headliner for only $10. Friday, October 6th at 8 p.m. Buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. Check us out on Facebook. Like all those comics, and please come support Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday at 8 o'clock. My friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10, and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days all streaming live all podcast posts all Mutiny Radio all the time the third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018 apply now
Siski. If you're looking for some delicious late night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside you can find counter offer, offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be... Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yeah. <laughs> 